How do you, as a leader of a growing community, truly make a conference or event that has impact? A gathering with purpose and an attendee experience that knocks their socks off? An event that leaves your audience in awe and wondering where you've been their whole life? Make It Kick-Ass is the podcast that explores these questions by uncovering the strategies, tactics, and tools that we use every day to bring our clients' conferences to life. I'm Isaac Watson, executive producer of Kick-Ass Conferences, and we're here to help you make it kick-ass. Welcome back, everybody. We are here with another episode of Make It Kick-Ass. I'm Isaac Watson, executive producer at Kick-Ass Conferences, and with me is the lovely... Nessa Jimenez, operations manager. Hi, everybody. Hi, Nessa. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> oh, amazing. Amazing. Um, we are, uh, in this season of the podcast, we are exploring some of those recurring questions that we get asked by our clients, by people we talk to, who find out that we produce conferences, uh, because everybody wants to know more about what it takes. Uh, and we're using each episode to identify one question and then tease out uh, maybe some of the underlying uh, concerns or anxieties or real issues that are kind of feeding into these burning questions and how we can solve around that. So today, our question is so simple and yet so complicated. Right. <laughs> how do I organize a conference? It's so innocent. <laughs> Yes. Like, how do I do this? Like, uh, well, where do we start? Yes. <laughs> so how do I organize a conference? It is, it is indeed like one of the most common questions that we get. Uh, and the thing is, it is so simple and yet so broad that there's no way that you can just answer that, right? Like, mm. where do I begin? Uh, as, especially as people who do this for a living. Um, so let's, let's tease that out a little bit. Um, Nessa, what do you, what do you think people are really asking when they ask us that question? Yeah. So what they're actually trying to ask us is, so you know, how do I start? What's step one? Uh, where's the to-do list? Where's the checklist that you can just hand to me and I can just start and work my way through. And by the end of it, there will be a conference, <laughs> right? Like, uh, like everything on the internet, there's always a, a handy checklist somewhere, right? <laughs> 20 steps to organizing the perfect conference. Exactly. What they're asking is like, well, what are the hacks? What's the DIY tips and tricks? How do I, you know, hashtag hustle my way to doing it myself, on myself immediately, like starting right now with no knowledge. Like, give me give me the, the shortcut. But then there's also... A, I think a deeper level, right? Because there, there's people that come to us with that, but then there's other people that come to us um, and what they actually want to know is how do I do this while still running a business and having a life and, you know, going to work and doing my other things, right? How do I, how do I add this into my life that already is full of all kinds of stuff? Yeah. And, and I think that, that that's the thing is like people know going into the idea of organizing a conference that it's a lot of work mm -hmm. and it, I think it brings up a little bit of anxiety and people may be really excited to do it they may have a great idea uh, or a great reason to host a conference uh, but that it's a bandwidth thing it's it's work they know it it's a lot of event planning it's a lot of strategy it's a lot of a lot of things uh, and that's where it comes down to this you know do I do I have the capacity to do this? How can I shortcut? 
how can I right. make this right. faster? Can I, you know, skip a couple pieces here and there? Yes. And and how, you know, like give, give me that list. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> most, most of the me. people, yeah, most of the people that we work with, like they do have in, incredible ideas and their communities, right? And they want to serve their communities, bring something to them. But at the end of the day, they're just like, I, I cannot possibly run this business and do all the things I do every day. And produce a conference every year god forbid <laughs> right <laughs> that's actually good and useful and helpful so i think what the, the actual problem is kind of, of moving on into like you know actually helping is they think that it's up to them to do all the things like they don't realize um it takes a village Mm-hmm. to actually create a conference that will live and grow and exist outside of them, right? But I think with all, I want to say entrepreneurs and thinkers and community leaders and just good people, like there's this idea of like, I have to do it myself. I have to figure out how to do it. Um, and it never occurs to them that that is, uh, that's an option, actually. Like that's not actually a, a reality, you know? Yeah, I think it gets baked into a lot of that hustle culture and and this notion that you just got to keep pushing and over overtax yourself and just make it happen. Uh, and that's not necessarily the case. I think you know if 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 you can separate out your own ownership of it uh, from the thing you're trying to achieve, that's going to be the first step to um, to doing it the right way. I think another problem behind it is that um, people tend to be a little more, a little too obsessed with logistics before they've even developed strategy. So, like when people are thinking, you know, like what's the checklist of things? Like that's that's executional, operational stuff. That's like, you know, hiring a caterer, uh, you know, getting the AV tech, finding a venue, you know organizing registration that's all just tactical stuff but if you don't have any strategy backing that up you are uh you're planning something with no reason right um and and if you don't understand what you're creating you can't find the right solutions for that yeah and we touched on this on another episode the episode where we talked about um how much does it cost to put on a conference Mm -hmm. um people tend to skip to the end and it seems odd to them, but honestly, that is the end. All these logistical things, like that is the final piece. It takes the longest in terms of like um, execution of these things, right? Getting the venues, getting the catering and all this good stuff. But that is actually one of the last steps. So they're, they're skipping already to the end. So we have, we have, we help them stop and take a step back and realize like all of these things fall into place if if we've actually had this strategy conversation and you actually know like why you're doing this and what needs to come out of it Mm -hmm. so let's talk about some of the ways that we can help and that people can kind of put their minds at ease as they think about this stuff um first and foremost why why are you doing this what is Mm -hmm. the core reason or solution that you're trying to provide for your audience. Uh, That is the core of any strategy is really honing in on what your why is, uh, why why people care, why you want to do this in the first place, why it's needed, 
uh, why now? And these are some of the questions that we ask through our event lab process is really digging into like, why, why will people show up? Yeah, I mean, spoiler alert, but that is really the core of the event lab and what we do. It's like we sit people down and we ask them why. Um, and why is always my favorite question because it's like a lot of times we don't even know why. <laughs> like, I know yeah. I want to do this conference. I know I think it's a good idea, but um, they do they haven't actually thought of the why. And once we actually do this exercise with them and we have this conversation and we really dig down deep a lot of the times they leave with a completely different understanding of what they want to do mm -hmm. because they've never gone that deep into the thought of like why, why who who cares why why, yeah. why is this happening why, why does this need to be a thing you know it, it's been in their minds for so long that they don't realize that there's something in the subconscious i'd almost say <laughs> like like speaking to that and bringing that you know into the world yeah and and we tease that out and and that's part of why we enjoy doing it is it's it's really about drilling into those those core motivations and and uh those core goals so that we can then create something that meets those right um and and once you've identified that why uh then before you get overwhelmed by all of the to-do list items and all of the logistics, it's really about finding the right help to produce the event for you. Okay. Uh, you know, you may be a fantastic community leader, an amazing, successful business owner, but you'd be kind of cheating yourself to think that you can then execute on the most amazing event for your audience all by yourself without any help. As a, as a first time thing, um, that's where professionals like us come in, and and there's a whole breadth of different types of people who will plan events and and produce and help with strategy, and so it's a it's about identifying who is best to support you in doing that, and that right there is going to answer the question about bandwidth because if you find the right person, they're going to take on all the things that you don't need to be worried about so mm -hmm. that you can continue to run your business, to lead your community, to grow and develop and focus on the, the important things like, I don't know, program and content and speakers and um, what you're delivering and let somebody else handle all of the logistical pieces. Mm -hmm. It's like with any business where you've got to stay in your lane, you've got to stay in your zone of excellence, and you've got to find the people that have other zones of excellence mm -hmm. right? that can get you to where you want to go. Um, and as we've talked about before, for every business, for every entrepreneur, every community leader, that's different, right? Like there's some teams that they can have a 10-person team versus other organizations that can have a two-people team. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're all able to reach their goals because, again, they're focusing on what they, they have and what they can do and what their goals are. Exactly. Uh, I, I think another... Another solution that we can offer, and this is this may seem so simple, and yet we've encountered it time and time again, is when people come to us with these big ideas and they're like, how do I do this? How do I organize this? One of the first things we ask is, well, have you written anything down yet? Yeah, like, can I see, can I see the, your work <laughs> Yeah, so like, show, show me yeah. the work so far. And they're like, yeah. oh, well, I've just been thinking about it for a long time. I was like, okay, great. 
and get that down on paper. Like Write it put, down. put yeah. pen to paper, uh, make a doc, dump your, it can be as rough as possible, but just like dump your thoughts somewhere outside of your brain so that you can then reread them, collect them, connect them, refine them, and then work with other professionals to hone that into something that's going to be really successful. Right. I will ask clients before any kickoff call that we have, like, can you share with me any docs, any files you have? And a lot of times they got nothing. (laughs) They have nothing. And uh, we help them get that started. And that's also part of the process of like, not disconnecting, but from you can't bring people in to help you if it's all up in your head. Right. Like it has to be outside of you in some form so that others can come in and like help you build the vision. Right. Exactly. Uh, and, and that's one of the things that like, you know, we, we kept asking people to give us any documentation that they had or helpful information mm-hmm. leading into an event lab. And it got to the point where enough people were not giving us anything and we were having to tease all this out of them. We were like, okay, we're going to give you some homework to do and force you to write this down through exactly. this worksheet <laughs> before you even start into the event lab process. And we'll use that as the basis. And so we're, we've, we've learned that, that, um, helping our clients, uh, get that information out into the open, uh, out of their heads and into something that a group can collaborate on is key to starting the strategic process. All right. So the core question that we addressed in this episode is how do I organize a conference? A question that is uh, simple and yet open-ended and so complex to answer that there's no possible way I could tell you that. Uh, So what people really actually mean when they ask that is they don't know where to start. They want to know what what to-do list they can work off of. Like just show me the things that need to be done. Uh, they want to know what kinds of shortcuts or hacks they can just hustle their way through to make it happen, especially on a quicker timeline than they think they need or than they actually need. Uh, and then, and just wondering about capacity, you know, do I have bandwidth to take this on and continue to run the business that I have, live the life that I have, uh, without, you know, completely overworking or burning myself out on putting this together? Uh, so some of the solutions around that, um, are really focusing on why you are doing this in the first place, being very clear on what you're trying to create and why it's necessary and needed at this time, um, why your people care about it. And in doing so, putting your thoughts down on paper, whether that's a doc, a Google doc, or a, uh, in a journal, it doesn't matter. Just getting them out of your head and into written form to be able to start processing and connecting dots and things like that. And then from there, you can find the right help to produce the event for you. You may be a fantastic community leader. Uh, that doesn't mean that you're going to be a fantastic event producer. Uh, so finding the the right skilled uh, talent to help you produce that and to bring that vision to life is going to be key. You as the organizer, and, and this is the key f- nomenclature for me, is that an organizer is somebody who is hosting the event, who has the idea, who's leading the community around it. The producer is somebody like us who is actually executing on that vision, right? And so 
you know, your role as a leader, as, a, as an organizer, as a host is going to be very different. You shouldn't be concerned about those nitty gritty logistical details. You are there to gather the people together and to give them a sense of purpose. And you find the right support uh, services to bring that vision to life and to carry that through for your audience and for your business. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode. And if you want to learn more about everything that we do and how we can help you set up for an incredible event, you can visit us at getEventLab.com.